Hallelujah, 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 we worship your God, we worship your God, all praises be unto you, O God, the author and the finisher of our faith, we bless your name, God, we bless your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Can we give him the highest praise? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Hallelujah, we will bless your holy name. Bless God. In 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verses 13 and 14 in the ERV version the Lord our God declares when I close the sky so that there is no rain or command the locusts to destroy the land or send sicknesses to my people and if my people if my people who are called by my name become humble and pray and look for me and turn away from their evil ways then then i will hear them from heaven i will forgive their sins and heal their land this is the word of the lord will you receive that word today we receive your word today god army of god prepare to walk in prayer and in the word. Worthy is the Lamb of God. You may be seated in your place, and I want to welcome you to this boot camp of prayer. This is not a time where we get together in our normal Sunday service, but it really is a cry, a call, an enlistment for men and women, young people, even children, to become warriors for the Lord. We're living in a difficult context right now. We have an election fast approaching. Sometimes we, are, we force ourselves not to listen to the news and not to read the news because it can be very frightening what you're hearing. You're hearing of uh, violence here and civil unrest there. And even people of pulpits and people of the cloth, as they talk about us, uh, making predictions of how it's going to be very unsafe outside over the next few days as we lead up to this election. And fear is now the other thing that is covering uh, this nation. And I believe that what happens is that we find that systems can no longer respond to this context. We find that governments cannot uh, respond to this context. In fact, if we read carefully the passage that was just written, even the titles that we put upon ourselves don't respond to this context. I think the passage is very clear. It doesn't say that if conservatives would call out. It says, if, my. What name do you have? What label do you put upon yourself? It's beyond party affiliation and standing behind some uh, political philosophy. 
It really is if, my people, a choice. You can be on one side of the if or on the other side of the if. Today, the Lord is calling a group of men and women that will stand up in the middle of difficulties, just as we see in that text in Chronicles, where things were upside down. Life was not very appealing. The challenges kept mounting. The uncomfortableness in the context was pushing up against even the fear and faith of the people. But the prophet speaks uh, powerfully to his people, and he calls them out. He says, you need to make a choice and be on my side. And church, we're living in a time where systems have failed, governments have failed, words have failed. But people, not only uh, a faith, but the world is looking for some place to find an answer, to be able to find a place of comfort, to join alongside men and women that will help them navigate through the fears and tensions and anxieties that they feel. They go here, there, and everywhere and, and don't find that kind of resource, that kind of help. But church, we've come here today to gather in prayer because if anyone has the answer, it has to be people of faith. It has to be people that are walking alongside Christ with Christ in their hearts, that are willing to say no to what needs to be said no to, that will say, I won't go down that path because those paths will lead, lead us to destruction. But rather, I will run to the feet of God and there confess my frail humanity and ask that the Holy Spirit work a miracle in my heart. That's why in a few moments you're going to join us in times of intercession and prayer. But we will specifically talk about and pray about and lean upon the scripture and also each other uh, when, we, when we get to the portion of it, is, uh, uh, in times of trouble, we need to lean upon, we need, we need to run to God. When we get to the portion where we need to prepare our hearts, there, there, there's a, an evil inclination inside of us that we need to make sure that we go before the Lord. And we're going to lead you there through this prayer of confession that will be led in a, in a little while. And then, of course, we know that our battle is not against flesh and blood. We know that there's powers and darkness in the air. You don't have to go further than the news reports today to see how evil is creeping up its claws in different places. And by the way, even in communities of faith. And I believe that the only one that can, can confront the power of darkness and confront demonic forces and dissipate the darkness com that comes from those forces is, is a group of men and women that choose to believe God and choose to move and exercise their faith through the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, do I have a church here today that will bring down those strongholds and bring them cascading? That's why we have a portion where we want to break the stronghold of the enemy. We want to confront them and, and say, you may be having a party with people's minds somewhere else, but not in the household of faith. Certainly not in my house. Certainly not in your house. Certainly not in my life. So you need to join us in that prayer. And then, of course, fear. And church, we can look at the fear that we're facing because of this election where the, the intimidation factors are there. They're definitely long lines. They're trying to uh, dissuade you from doing and exercising your right to do. And by the way, let me tell you something. That not only are you being, you're being faithful uh, as a citizen to, when you vote, but you're doing something that God himself has decided not to do. God doesn't enter the ballot box. You do. And you need to realize that you and I will answer to the Lord and what decision we make in there. So let me tell you what you're not going to hear 
during this prayer gathering today. We're not going to pray for any candidate. We're going to pray, God, your kingdom come, your will be done. We're not going to present to you a philosophy that will help you think that tomorrow will be better. No, 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 no. No, we're going to tell you that we're serving a kingdom that is already pretty good as it is under Jesus Christ. And so you're not going to hear any of that. You're not going to hear even, Lord, uh, strike down the enemies of this or that candidate. No, no, that's not the way the church should be praying. We should be praying, Lord, we trust you. We go to your feet. You already know what happened yesterday. You know what's happening today. And you will definitely know what's going to happen after Tuesday. And because you are not shaken from your throne, we're going to run to your feet. Come on, is there a church here today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, there's only one kingdom that is shaking in their boots right now. And that is the kingdom of darkness. Because when the church rises up and proclaims and declares and decrees... In the name of Jesus, demons will tremble, demons will fear, bondages will fall, confusion will dissipate. We will be filled with a power that will make us march forward as an army of God. Come on, is there a church in the house? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stand with me at this moment. My assignment is to invite God into troubled times. My, my assignment right now is to invite you, each one here and on, and on the other side of that camera, to lean on God. The verse that I want to use that's going to stir this prayer is found in Psalm 27.1. And look at how beautifully it says. It declares, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Oh, church, the Lord is the light and the salvation of PCC. Whom shall we fear? The Lord is the stronghold of every believer here. Of whom shall we be afraid? If you want to lift up your hands, do that with me. If you want to bow your heads. Father, I come before you fully confident in what we learn through Scripture. And what we see through your example. Lord, and the reason we're even attired with these talits, with the prayer shawls that we're wearing today, is that we want the congregation to know that we're serious about prayer. Just as Jesus would walk into the temple and put on the talit to pray, sending a message that he was not to be disturbed because he was going to talk to the Father. This spiritual phone call is that important. We don't want to hear the, chat, the chatter all around and the noise here and there. We want everyone to know that we're talking to you and only you. But also, Lord, we wear the talit to send a message to the people. But also, Lord, to send a message to the powers of darkness that we're putting on the weapons that we need. We're exercising, Lord, right now to go into warfare and destroy. We're going into the dark places the places where we not, might not even want to be invited to, but we don't go in our name, we go in the name of Jesus. Because in times of trouble, we will lean upon you. In times of despair, Lord, there is an election coming up on Tuesday. And Lord, it is a, a scary. It is a confusing. These are unprecedented times. The, the record number of people that have already casted their votes 
has, has never been experienced in the life of this nation. Because, Lord, such are the times, just as we find in 2 Chronicles 7.13. Very difficult moments, trying times. Lord, and this is not for a man to fix. This is not for a political party to fix. This is not for a consensus between committees. What we need is a church in revival under the movement and power of the Holy Spirit to effect itself, Lord, moving forward to be able to challenge and push back on those powers of oppression. Lord, so this day, in unprecedented times, we turn to you, the maker of everything, the one who was and is and is to come. Lord, we're surrounded by danger. It looks mighty scary, Lord, as we look out of our window. They're telling us about civic unrest and a rise in this and that and people taking arms that they should not be taking arms about. Lord, there is not going to be any in-house fighting. These are unprecedented times. Oh, Lord, but we are looking on. I will lift up mine eyes. Where cometh our help, Lord? And you are the one that will provide the help that we need. This danger around us will be dissipated. We will not let the context dictate how we will carry ourselves. Lord, we come under your lordship. There's only one king. There's only one liberator. There is only one chosen one. Lord, and we decide to come under your kingdom to move forward. So Lord, in times of trouble, we turn to you. This confusion is dissipated in the name of Jesus. But Father, we realize that we can't do that alone. We can't do it just because we're smart, just because we have a lot of things together. Lord, the only way to wrestle moving forward as a church united is through the endowment of the power of the Holy Spirit. So I pray, Lord, as we lift up our hands to receive from you, Holy Spirit, breathe upon us. Give us courage. Help us, Lord, to lean upon you. Help us to be comfortable at your feet. Help us, Lord, not to seek an agenda, but rather that we would seek your agenda, follow your direction by trusting you. Help us, Lord, that we would not be enamored, oh Lord, by sweet talk and great speaking. That we would not, Lord, be blinded by hearing the voices that are around us, but that we might be able to look upon you. You are the only source of truth. You are the only source of power. You are the only source of liberation. You are the only source of redemption. You are our only hope. You have mercy on us. You shower us with your grace. Fill us with the power of the Holy Spirit. Man cannot fix this. You're the only one. Man cannot protect us. You're the only one. We turn to you, dear God, today. Even the masses cannot. This is not about lifting up arms. This is about lifting up the banner of Jesus Christ. Help us, dear Lord, today that as a church, we could come together. That as a church, we will be a mighty army that's rising up to the call that we're receiving today. In Jesus' name, I pray. Let's worship the Lord today. Let's give him worship. Let's lift him high. Let's lift him high in this place.
Psalm 51.10 The Lord it says here create in me a pure heart O God and renew a steadfast spirit in me. King David's heart had been full of lust for Bathsheba. He had murder in his heart but greater than that he was in rebellion with God. So here in Psalm 51, David realized his sin, the sin that he had committed against God. It brought him nothing but guilt and grief and remorse. David admitted his sin and remorse, and he confessed to God. He said, change my heart. 
oh, this is not something that we can do. We cannot create a new heart within ourselves. Only God can do that. Only God is the creator. That verb belongs only to God. When God spoke, it was. When God speaks, it is. When God, when he speaks concerning our future, it will be. Hallelujah. Only God can raise you out of the chaotic impossibilities that you face. Only God can overcome undescribable situations like the ones that we're in. Only God can create lasting peace when the predicament is negative and your heart and your soul are filled with fear and worry. But one thing that was certain with David, and he knew this, we cannot provide a clean heart for ourselves. No exercise of the mind. No religious ceremony. Not even doing good. It's like putting new wine in an old wineskin. Only the Lord is able to create a new heart in you and in me. And until he does, nothing is going to change. You will remain the old man. You will remain the old woman. You will remain the old young person. David desired a new heart. Hallelujah. He recognized what he needed. Do you recognize what you need to do? Instead of worldly wisdom, we can have heavenly wisdom. In place of carnal love, we can have spiritual love. In place of vain words, we can speak words of life. And in place of fleshly works, we can be filled with the Holy Spirit and produce sanctified works. Hallelujah. Lord, change my heart. Change my heart. And then David says, renew a steadfast spirit within me. Not only does he want to be changed in his heart, but he wants the will to do the will of God. Hallelujah. So, beloved, let's ask the Lord to give us a new heart like David. Heavenly Father, we come before your presence, understanding that we have failed you, Lord. Our hearts have not been in direct alignment with you, but you are the eternal God. You're the Alpha and the Omega, and only you have the power to create a new heart within us, Lord God. So we humbly come before your presence, asking, Lord God, that you change our wicked ways. We have all sinned and fallen short of your glory, Lord. But we want to be renewed. We want to change the past. We want you to create a new heart. Remove all existing past mistakes all offenses to you, my God, that we would come to you cleansed so that your spirit can guide us, 
and we would be able to do what you've called us to do, Lord God. You're an amazing and powerful God, Lord. And so we look to you, Lord Father, for new strength, for new determination, for new direction, Lord God. And help us to manage our present situation in light of spiritual eyes, always looking to you, not what's around us, Lord God. Those things will pass, but your word will remain eternal and forever, Lord God. So rise up within us, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to honor you in our decisions, in our thought life. Father, allow us to always look to you. Father, we just want to thank you. We want your blessing today, Lord God. Fall upon us, O oh Lord, and give us the strength as you did in the early church. During their persecution, they remained faithful to you, Lord God. Help us to remain faithful to you, Lord, in all things. And so we give you the glory, we give you the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray and we thank you. Amen. Amen, church. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Let's continue in the spirit of reverence, in the spirit of prayer. Right now we transition to a powerful part of our program where we are going to be breaking the strongholds of the enemy. Oh, there's been some disturbing things reported in the last few days and weeks uh, about violence ensuing in different parts of our country, even right here in our city. And while many are, are cowering in fear and while the enemy may be laughing, today is our day to rise up. Amen. Because we are the church of Jesus Christ. Come on, put your hands together if you believe that today. And the word says uh, that the gates of hell shall not prevail against us. So we need to stand today in that power, in that authority, for we are are a mighty army in the Lord. We have the commander of the heavenly host leading us and guiding us and we will be victorious in Jesus' name. Oh, before we enter into this, I want you to know that we can't do so lightly. And so I'm going to lead us first in a, in a prayer of protection over this place, over every home and every family watching. But then after that, beloved, I need you to lift your voice. See, because the power in this prayer is not from my voice. It's from our voice as one mighty army standing together in agreement, in one heart, in one mind, letting the enemy know not here. Oh, no, not here, not in our families, not in our churches, not in our zip code, not in our city. Oh, no, we're not going to stand by while you wreak havoc. No, we're here to let you know that we are the church of Jesus Christ and the Lord has given us authority over you and the Lord has given us victory. 
And so we're going to walk in that today. So if I can have every head bowed and every eye closed. And as we step in, I just want to remind you what it says in 2 Corinthians 10 verses 3 and 4. And the word of the Lord says, though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not uh, the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power. Oh, they have divine power to demolish strongholds in the name of Jesus. Oh, let us pray together. Good and gracious God, we come boldly before your throne this afternoon. Oh, standing on what it says in your word that you you have given us authority, Lord, to put the devil in his place. And so we come together as one community to break the stronghold of the enemy on our families, on our community, in the name of Jesus. Oh, but before we do that, my God, we declare a hedge of protection around this temple, my God. Uh, We ask that you deploy guardian angels at every corner to guard, to watch over us, and to fight the warfare that we do not see with our eyes. Oh, we declare a hedge of protection in every home uh, and every place uh, where the sound of my voice is traveling to. That there be no place uh, for the enemy to come in and disrupt what we are doing. And at this time, we put on your full armor, my God. Uh, We put on your belt of truth around our waist. Uh, We place upon ourselves the breastplate of righteousness. We fit our feet with the gospel of your peace. Uh, We take up uh, the shield of faith uh, to take down the flaming arrows of the evil one. We put on uh, the helmet of salvation and we take up uh, the sword of your spirit the word of God that is sharper than any double-edged sword to cut through what the enemy is trying to do we cut through it in the name of Jesus for it is written that we are the head and not the tail it is written that we are part of a holy priesthood it is written that what we bind here on earth will be bound up in heaven it is written that we have already won Oh, it is written that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. It is written and so it shall be so in the name of Jesus. Right now we speak to the kingdom of darkness. Oh, we lift our voices we lift our voices we lift our voices come on we lift our voices we lift our voices against the kingdom of darkness oh we speak to every dark power
power of this world. We speak to every demon. We speak to every minion. We speak to the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. We speak to you. Hear our voice. We are the army of the living God. And we've come here to put you on notice that your time is done. That your time is drawing to an end. You have been defeated. Right now, we say to the kingdom of darkness that you feel a shaking under you as the people of God rise up in the authority given to us by Jesus the Christ. We declare that your dominion here is over in the name of Jesus. We've come to disrupt every plan and every scheme that has been done in the darkness. Oh, Spirit of the living God, shed light of those things and disrupt them in the name of Jesus. And to the kingdom of darkness, we tell you right now with the authority of Jesus Christ that we are disarming you right now, right now, right now, right now, that every fiery dart you had in your hand will fall to the ground in the name of Jesus. We disarm you of the fiery dart of chaos. We disarm you of the fiery dart of anarchy. We disarm you of the fiery dart of lies and division. We disarm you right now in the name of Jesus. That every divisive spirit that has entered our homes, that has entered our families, that has even entered the church, we cast it out and send it back to the pit of hell in the name of Jesus. Oh, for the word of the Lord says that no weapon formed against us will prosper. No weapon, no weapon, no weapon, no weapon. We declare it. No weapon formed against us will prosper. Because right now we rise up in our authority. We rise up in the power and the anointing of Jesus the Christ. We rise up as one people standing together declaring that the kingdom of darkness no longer has power. And in the next few days, Lord, oh, we don't know what will transpire, Lord. Oh, but you do. And no matter what changes in our country, Father, one thing will not change. And that is that you are still sitting on your throne. Oh, and you are still in charge, my God. Nothing will take you by surprise. And you will defend us. And you will protect us. And you will go before us, my God. To make sure that we are victorious as you've told us. So we declare peace. We declare peace. We declare peace in the name of Jesus over our communities. We declare peace over our churches. We declare peace over our homes. For you are a mighty God. And we have nothing to fear. So we thank you that the war has already been won. 
And we declare this as one people. We declare this as one mighty army. We declare this uh, in the mighty name of Jesus the Christ. And all of God's people said, amen and amen and amen. Come on, praise the Lord. The war has already been won. The enemy's been defeated. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Let's listen to the prophetic word right now if we can all be still for a moment before we sing the song. Listen. The prophetic word of the Lord today is the sound of the Lord. The sound of the Lord. There's a lot of sound going on, saith the Lord. In the realm of the atmosphere, there's a lot of sounds. There are sounds that are really noises, says the Lord. They're noises. They come to disrupt, disturb. They come to cause fear. They come to cause hindrance and stop things that God has ordained. But those are noises, saith the Lord. He wants his church to know today. He wants his church to have discernment. And when the church hears those sounds that are really noises, God says and declares, be not afraid, don't fear. Because there's another kind of sound, saith the Lord. It's the Lord's sound. And he that has an ear to hear, hear the word of the Lord today. Now listen right now. Right now, God's going to manifest his sound. Do you hear the sound? The sound is silence. This is what the Lord says, church. In the midst of all the noise that we're living in, we're looking for some great manifestation from God to declare and show that he is God. We will not receive that great manifestation because God is working in this season that we're living. It's for a season. It's not forever. He's working in silence. He's working in silence because he is sovereign, says the Lord. He wants to remind his church that he is sovereign. He is sovereign and he's working in silence saith the Lord. Amen. Church, before we do anything, you, you cannot receive uh, an interruption by the Holy Spirit as is done right now and just move on to what we've programmed. We have to be aware that word cannot be left in the air. And there have been voices that you have been listening to. In fact, you have decided to li listen to many voices or you have decided I'm not listening to any but one voice be careful that one voice may not be the voice to be listening to and I believe God has spoken to us today with this confrontational prophetic word which by the way I stand here in the place of authority to receive that word over our church so I believe that was God speaking to me, speaking to us. What are we going to do? 
I want us to just take a moment. I'll lead you in prayer, and then we'll proceed back to the next uh, prayer. We're going to we proceed to a worship song, actually. I want to do that right after. But we, we need to embrace that. It's not just receiving it in the church, but in your heart as well. Be careful what is wooing you. Be careful during this season of flowery words. Even be careful of prophetic, not with a capital P, but with a small p. You should not be listening to those. In the silence, God will speak to us. In the silence, God will confirm. Father, we stand in reverent obedient to you. You have spoken a clear word to this church today. We cannot just push it aside. We have already prayed, Lord, to cleanse our hearts, create a new heart in us. We have already, Lord, been able to discern the trying times and that we need to run to you. We have heard and connected ourselves with that prayer of bringing down demonic strongholds. So it is not surprising that as now the atmosphere is being cleared of all debris, that you speak to us about voice. Help us, dear Lord, today to discern what you're saying in our lives. Help us, Lord, today as a church, as individual people, as we move forward in what appears to be a crazy tomorrow and day after and week. But Lord, we're not going to be moved one way or another. Our house is built on the rock. We will not be swayed. So Father, just as I receive this word over this congregation, that each one of us, Lord, that feel a confirmation in our hearts, will receive it over our lives and over our homes and over our day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's worship together.
your name, O oh Lord. Hallelujah. It's all about you, Lord. Hallelujah. All about you, Lord. You know that we're living in times where I think we can legit legitimately say that we are fearful. All we hear from the news is negative things, uh, uprisings, riots. We worry for our family, our children, grandchildren, parents, aunts and uncles, for crime is high in the city, shootings at an all-time high. We hear reports of a bleak economy, layoffs, some are laid off and wondering when the next job is coming. Why others have a job but you're worried that you're gonna lose it. It's okay at times to be fearful, to worry. See, King David who killed the lion and the bear and took out a giant was afraid also. In Psalms 56.3, he writes, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. This is a giant slayer. 
was afraid. We can come to God, and that's what we're doing today. We're in this place, in this sanctuary, and we're coming before the Lord. And the reason is in Luke 22, I'm sorry, Luke chapter 12, 20 through to 25, that portion of scripture actually, the heading is, do not worry. Jesus speaking to the disciples says, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body is more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They do not have storerooms or barns. They don't have bank accounts. Yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable are we than birds? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? Let's pray, church. Father, we come before you, Lord, in the precious name of your Son, Jesus Christ, Lord. We come with a humble spirit, O oh God. In these times, O oh Father, where we find ourselves in the middle of a pandemic, O oh Father, the economy crashing, O oh Lord, reports of riots pending, O oh God. Reports of food shortages, O oh God. But Lord, we come, O oh Father, in confidence, O oh Lord. Knowing, O oh God, that despite the place we may find ourselves in, O oh God, you still sit at your throne, O oh God. We understand that you're a sovereign God, so... There are moments, O oh Father, that we don't understand why things are happening, O oh Father. And, but we do know, Father, that you're in control. So, Father, Lord, I, I remember, Lord, uh, when Paul writes to Timothy, and he tells him, God has not given us a spirit of fear. But he's giving us a spirit of power. But it's not just power, Lord. We understand that you've given us the spirit, oh, Father, of dunamis power. Father, a power, Father, that when we find ourselves in times like this, oh, Father, when the report of upcoming events aren't good, oh, God, you give us a power, Father, that we can get through these times, oh Father, through the storms, Lord, through the challenges that come our way, oh Father. A power, oh God, where we don't give up, oh God. A power where we can stare our enemy in the eye, oh God, and stand firm, oh Father, Lord. And say, we have the victory. You've also, Father, given us the spirit of love. Not just any love, oh Father. But a love, oh, Father, that despite the outcome of this election, oh, Father, that we can still love our neighbor. We're not here, Lord, siding with a blue state or a red state. 
But we're here, oh God, standing as an army with prayers and intercession, telling the enemy that through the love that I will share, oh Father, division will be defeated. Through the love, oh Father, that we will share as an army, oh God, we will bring black and blue bruises on you, devil. For you will not have your way, oh Lord. You will not have your way. For this too will pass. And we will be standing in victory because of love. For love overcomes all things. In the end, prophecy will cease. All things will cease. But love will be their eternity, oh Father. So we thank you for that love that you give us, oh Father. That we will not judge our neighbor, oh Lord. We will not judge people, oh Father. But we will live, love them. Just as Jesus said, Father, forgive them. For they do not know what they do, oh God. That kind of love, oh Father, we will share, oh God. Lord, you've given us, oh Father, a sound mind, oh God. That despite the news that we hear, oh Father, and the flaming arrow that the enemy shoots at us, oh God. We will remind ourselves to trust in you, oh God. That despite, oh Father, the concerns, oh Father, that we hear in the reports, oh Father, of uprisings. Economic downfalls, oh Father. We can remind ourselves, oh God, that you are in control, Father. That you are our deliverer. So, Lord, as we remind ourselves, oh Father, that back in Calvary, that blood that you shed, oh God. That same blood, oh Father, we can come against fear the spirit of fear with that same blood spirit of division we come against you with the blood of Jesus spirit of hate we come against you with the blood of Jesus spirit of confusion we come against you with the blood of Jesus We pull down the harp from the willow tree. And we're going to sing a new song into the atmosphere. For now, the atmosphere is heavy with racism, with division, with hate, with confusion. But we're going to sing a new song, a song of praise unto our God. Hallelujah. Because he still reigns. He still reigns. We're going to sing a song of peace over this country. We will sing, hallelujah, a song of victory into this atmosphere. Because, Lord, through it all, oh Lord, we know that we will have the victory, oh God. We will trust in you, oh God. So we thank you today, oh Lord. We thank you today, Lord, for provision in advance. Again, we thank you for protecting our families, O oh Father. 
We thank you, Lord, for protecting this building, O oh God. We thank you today, O oh Lord, for protecting the city, the businesses, O oh God. We thank you, Lord, for protecting the state and this country, O oh God. This country was founded on biblical principles, O oh God. And Lord, we pray today, Father, that the flame that has been lit in this place, O oh Father, may cause a fire, O oh Father, that will consume, O oh Father, all the negativity that's in the atmosphere, Father. A fire, O oh God, that will consume, O oh God, hallelujah, the plans and schemes of the enemy, O oh God. A fire, Lord, that will, Lord, hallelujah, rise up more warriors, O oh Father, to intercede, O oh God. A fire, O oh God, hallelujah, that would allow us to share, O oh Father, your love, O oh Father. Your peace with our neighbors, O oh Father, with this community, O oh God. Lord, I just pray today, Father, and thank you, O oh Father, because you are immutable. You're the same God yesterday. The same God today. And tomorrow, O oh God, you're the same. So the God, O oh Lord, hallelujah, that was there for us yesterday is waiting for us tomorrow. So we thank you today, Lord. We thank you today, Lord. We thank you because we can stand on your word and trust in you, Lord. Even in our worst moments, O oh Father, we can trust in you, Lord. Lord, I pray this in Jesus' name, Lord. Amen and amen.
put your hands together and praise to our precious Lord. You may be seated at this time. We have navigated through this time of prayer. You have been enlisted in this army that is going to win the battle, by the way. We're not going into the battle expecting to lose. We're going to win and with no casualties. That's what we're praying. And we've talked about and prayed about navigating the, the times of trouble and how we should lean on the Lord during those times. We so eloquently were part of the prayer and scripture that was preparing our hearts, making sure that he would create in us a pure heart. We were able to also take that aggressive stance and confront the powers of darkness and break those strongholds of the enemy. And parenthetically, if anybody should be nervous and shaking right now, it has to be the powers of the enemy. Has to be, has to be. And we also were able to follow after Pastor Will and, and be able to overcome that fear that paralyzes us all the way. In fact, if we go back to the text that we just read at the very beginning, the if my people text, that one, the if my people, You're called by his name, not called by anything but his name. And we humbled ourselves and we pray as we've been doing. And we decided to seek his face as the text suggests. And we voluntarily after that decided to turn from our wicked ways and follow goodness. It says in the text that then God will hear from heaven. And I like the way it closes before he says, and heal their land. And he says, I will. Not I might. Not let me consider it. Not let me put it on hold for a moment until I figure out what I'm going to do. It says, if my people do all these steps and pray, I will. God will protect you. God will protect me. God will protect this church. We'll see the turmoil going all around, but our house is on the rock. We'll listen to that voice as we've heard in the prophetic word today and make it part of our journey. And my advice to you as we confront these historic days ahead of us, which are going to be very trying, don't walk around afraid. Walk around wisely. If you haven't cast your vote yet, and you can, make sure that you do that and go and do what you need to do. Carry yourself as a child of the king. And what I mean by that is a dignity. If somebody wants to take you, take you down this slippy, sliding road of context and political affiliation, don't get into it. Don't get into it. At the end of the day, you and I will give account to God. And some people just like to have this unending discussion without having a solution. And so my advice to you is carry yourself as a child of God. And that's don't get involved in this back and forth with individuals. And watch your social media communications as well. Let everything you receive and you send and you contemplate honor God. This is not the time for joking around and fooling around and other things. This is very serious. And God has bestowed upon us this moment of prayer. And we need to make sure that now that we're enlisted, that every day, every day moving forward, 
until this whole thing is resolved and we, a decision is made, that we would communicate with God, talk to God. Use those arrow, arrow prayers. I never criticize arrow prayers. You're running between one thing or another, talk to God. What should you do? Listen to the whispering of the Holy Spirit. Stay in this moment that we have in communion with God. We're going to be praying tomorrow. We're going to be praying Tuesday as well. And what we've done is we've made arrangements, and in a few moments you'll see a phone number appearing on the screen. You may want to write that down or take a photo of that because Monday, tomorrow, and then Tuesday also as the election is going on, at 6 p.m. I'm going to facilitate one hour of prayer on the phone. You don't have to identify yourself on it. You don't even have to join in in the sense of you, if you're afraid of speaking, that is not it. You're going to join in into an anointed time. And by the way, that hour of 6 to 7 is anointed. You might not know, but the Spanish ladies in our church have been calling that number every Thursday at 6 o'clock. For, for, and they pray for the pastors and leadership in front of this congregation, which is amazing. One hour. So that's a very sacred time for us. So tomorrow and Tuesday you will hear my voice because uh, we'll, I'll be facilitating that. And Pastor Vicky, thank you for helping me. But she coordinates that piece with the Spanish congregation. Uh, but we'll be doing that tomorrow at 6 and Tuesday at 6. And I want you to join in. Call in from wherever you are in the world. Those watching us on the other side, you can call in and listen to us. The pastors will be joining me and we'll be praying these prayers again because we need to saturate the atmosphere with prayer. Saturate the atmosphere with prayer. And I'm telling you, it's going to help you. Even if you're having a crazy day, even more so join in in the prayer that we're going to have tomorrow. I want you to walk around also until this is resolved. Be alert. Be prayed up. You know, glow with the power of the Holy Spirit. But look behind your shoulder and be, be, be alert of what's going on. There's a lot of rumors going on of stuff. And don't be worried about that. Trust the Lord as we're, we're teaching you today. Just trust the Lord. But be alert as you go around. If you're out today, tomorrow, do what you need to do. Tuesday, because of the actual last day, you know, if you can stay as close to home as possible, that would be good. Maybe go today or tomorrow and pick up those groceries. And by the way, we've been telling you to pick up extra groceries because you never know what's going to happen and keep them in your home. So we want you to do that as well. And let's continue praying that God will help us as a nation and as a people navigate this next election cycle. Uh, historically, there have never been numbers like we've just seen on people voting before Election Day. It's already crossed over 90 million, which is an amazing number. And they're expecting to have record numbers also. But hey, the, 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 the enemy is moving also in the atmosphere. So, uh, and, and, and you know, can I tell you something before we, we begin to close and I'll receive the offerings and then send you off? The last time I checked, God is still on his throne. <laughs> so as long as he's firmly on that throne, you and I just keep trusting him, keep looking to him, and we're going to get through this victoriously. Bow your heads for a moment. Father, we close out this moment of prayer, not the service, this moment of prayer, and thank you for speaking to us through the reading of the text, to this, the brief comments that were made, and through this time, Lord, where, where we just sense your presence. And thank you, Lord, for speaking to us prophetically today as well. We embrace, we wrap ourselves around, Lord, what has happened here. 
and carry us, Lord, that we might be a, a, a people dedicating to having those, these conversations with you. We know that you will see us through. Cover this church, Lord, this congregation, with your peace and your mercy and your grace, your divine protection. Lord, if at any time in my relationship with you, if at any time in my years of serving you, in my many times of going before the altar of brokenness, I'm asking you right now, God, please assign every single angel available to watch over everyone, Lord. Watch over our children, our young people, the men and women, those that believe and those that don't even believe, Lord. Send those, those squadrons out. No one sitting down. All the angels, Lord, to watch over us as we navigate, Lord, through this time. And we know we're going to get to the other side victoriously and blessed. I thank you for this prayer time.